this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Ms. Dira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. Last week, the party descended down the staircase in the center of the temple to find another level of the temple. (laughs) Guess they weren't as close to the end as they thought. Still, it was a fascinating change of pace for our adventurers as they found themselves in a seemingly abandoned level full of office space. Bizdira discovered that it wasn't quite as abandoned as they thought when she found a break room full of bodies, but beside that, (laughs) there hasn't been much movement on this level. Even the mechanical voice, who I refuse to call Robert because they haven't said that that's their name, said that they found this level too sad and full of bad memories and went silent. Perhaps the most intriguing thing our adventurers found on this floor were pages from what appeared to be some sort of private diary that apparently came from a time when the temple, or the Arcanium, as the author called it, was still in operation. Will our adventurers find more of this journal? What will they learn if they do? And how badly will they misinterpret any and all clues and lore that I try to pepper into this level? Let's Very find out. Badly. Hey, y'all. Hello. It's, it's going to hey. be a lot. Let's We're gonna truly find out. everything. <laughs> the answer Wait. is all of the things. Mm. I, before we get started, oh, I please, have a means. quick, uh, more of a clarification. Can okay. you pronounce that word once more? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Arcanium. 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 <laughs> yes. I feel like one of us should break this down in a I phonetical wrote it down, way. but brief, it doesn't mean I'm going to say it Yeah, correctly. I wrote it down. I have it in writing, I think, at Ar- least four different times. And I cannot, a brief caveat, I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't know. I'm going to write it on my paper like a pirate, right? So it's like, ar. Arcanium. Con, con like Lydia's cat. Con, e, um. Our crown. Oh, you know what? Your oh con is better than mine. Mine is more like can. So yeah. Yeah. Our conium. Our Okay. Well, we're not definitely. The Ghost of Saltmarsh has not been released yet. So. Great. I yeah. have a question. Oh, good. Let's just let's do a round robin, please. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> we have not found any doors that lead to anything besides this main chamber and. The four rooms and the corners that we well, found, right? we found we the found the secret door. door. Oh, the illusion! Oh, that was right. Uh, you know, the you south. know of the existence of an illusory something in the wall that you're pretty sure is a door, but nobody's tried to open it because you've been busy with other things. Mm-hmm. Any any other questions before we begin? I well, like we I think need... go ahead. Okay, I feel like we need to find more journal entries. I like that. I think yeah. so mm-hmm. too. Would you like to weigh in, Flick? Well, I was gonna say. Um, can we get a brief recap? Where did we leave? We left off at the second journal entry. Yes. So you all came down and immediately split the party again because you didn't learn your lesson the first time. Uh, fine. You're fine. I mean, you are fine. Yeah. Uh, Bizdira discovered the break room with the bodies. Uh, Flick discovered the utility closet with the strange devices. Bria discovered the murder board room with the drawings <laughs> of the creepy things. And Kit sort of made a pass of the central area, uh, found one of the diary entries, as I recall, and discovered the illusory wall in the bottom. Maybe maybe she didn't. She's not. She's shaking her head. I don't think I was the one who found the journal entry. I it found was apparently it. Fleek. And then I found okay. the second one. Great. And you all found them both in that main oh, big open area in the center, correct? And we tried yes. the southeastern door. And I know I couldn't get it. I tried it a couple times. Correct. Correct. All right. So currently you are all gathered around that second journal entry uh, that was sort of a recitation of some sort of horrible event in some place that the author called the node. Apparently some sort of disaster happened. Uh, something terrible happened to the arcanists and uh, they were record this this author sort of recorded what happened. Um, you're all in that central area, the big open like open work, we work, open plan. I'm just going to keep saying open. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's that's where we find ourselves. Again, the voice has gone silent. Uh, it is definitely a different mood down here. Uh, what are we What are we doing next? I have another question. Sure. There was something with the clothes 
Transmutation oh. magic. Yeah. Yes, so Flick found some clothes in the utility closet that have some transmutation magic on them. Uh, they're sort of like brown. They look like, not quite coveralls, but like they're all sort of very simple and very uniform, so they look like some sort of, uh, well, uniform, I suppose. And Bizdira noted that uh, it was the same clothing that the bodies in the break room were wearing. What I don't remember, I know at some point I misspoke when I described the clothing. I described the clothing that Bizdira found on those bodies initially as being very old and worn and and sort of disintegrating from time. Retcon, none of that is true. The clothes on the, the bodies themselves are, you know, dried up with age and such, but the, the clothes on them are pristine as the day they were made. We love that interesting fact. Um, um, I mean, my best guess as a player is that that's the transmutation magic is that they can't wear away and, you know, they cannot... You know, if something gets on them or if something affects them, it doesn't affect them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I that agree. That answers my question then. Because my instinct, of course, is to put them on. Um, That's my instinct too. And Me then too. I thought, well, because this is my instinct, we absolutely should not put them on. But now I think we should put them on. But considering both <laughs> me and Kit have the same instinct, then we are probably correct then. Because we've been correct a lot. Okay. Should we put them I, on? Yes. I, yes. I'm actually down. I think that's fine. Okay, it'll take a little while, particularly for, for Flick, who has to remove some uh, heavier armor than any of the rest of you are wearing. But you can you can strip down and put these put these sort of tan beige brown uniforms on. I oh, I'm putting like mine my over my clothes. Unless my clothes are kind of what I wanted to do. Blood, okay. So I'm definitely changing. You're just, Bizdira's like, nah, fuck that, I'm just changing. I, uh, okay, I, you two I, can... Covered in my own blood from being killed upstairs. I, I, no, I, and what are you wearing? You're wearing like robes, like there was nothing particularly special about them. So, yeah, absolutely. You're now in these sort of brown uh, top and bottom, absolutely. Uh, The other two ladies are putting theirs on over their uh, various forms of leather and I think studded leather armor. So, they don't fit super well. It's a little awkward, but like, sure. I mean, you can find a a pair that's that's large enough to do that. Flick, yours would be a little more on. uh, I'm not so convinced that you can put those on over your. What are you wearing? Uh, I'm scale wearing scale mail, I think. Yeah, scale mail. So yeah. that'll go under my scale mail. Okay, great. So, they, so I'll take off on. my other clothes and then okay. put them on and then put my armor back on, which does take a little while, but yeah, we're, we right. seem to be pretty Not, safe. So I'm I was going to okay. say, you don't seem to be in any sort of big hurry. Um, uh, I, th- I would also like to, what, Bria, are you going to get started? I was going to get sidetracky. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Sorry, folks. How you thought si- you were going to get more lore today, but you were wrong. Yeah, I was just going to say, I just had like this realization that like the four of us have probably changed in front of each other at some point, like our clothes, right? Like we've been like living together, but I'm yeah. feeling very awkward about this. I was like, I'm going to have to go into the murder Literally, room. I was wondering when one of you was going to be like, well, I'm going to go in this room to change. Yes, it's weird, <laughs> but we've been living together. So like this has to have happened. Anyways, yeah, I I like, I have a I, feeling like I've pooped in front of you people. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose I should just clear it all up if anyone wants to go elsewhere to change and needs to go elsewhere to change. That's perfectly fine. No, I, I put it on top of my know. clothes, so I'm good. Well, right, that's I'm just true. a little okay. poofy. Okay. Yeah, a little poofy. <laughs> yeah, this dude doesn't poofy. give a shit. She literally just, like, stripped right. off. She has some okay. undergarments on. Sure, 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 sure. You know. As long as we're all cool with what we're doing, that's fine. And then, if you guys are down for it, I would like to, like... As the four of us go searching for more pages, since we're being really specific now, we know what precisely they look like. what I was going to go oh suggest. Amazing! Thank you, mm-hmm. girls. Okay. Are we on board? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm happy to do that. DM is like, okay. <laughs> uh, can okay, we? Where keep would you like to for search those? for them? Now, remind. Let's remind everybody, and by that I mean remind me. You found both of these journal entries in this big open place. One of them was stuck underneath one of the desk drawers that you found and mm-hmm. one of them was just sort of in a pile of in and amongst a pile of papers mm-hmm. in this in this central area yeah and okay. we were using the first paper to mm-hmm. is it to get advantage but to help us to find uh, like the same color I don't actually I don't actually think I gave you advantage I think I actually changed the DC cuz you knew what you were looking for but uh, oh, okay. 6 of 1 half dozen the other that doesn't really matter uh, it's right. not 6 of Six of a dozen. Oh, I'm sorry. Half I'm half sorry. It's, it's half, half of one, six, six dozen of the other. Many to the other. One of the others. <laughs> that was if if 
the episode title that I chose wasn't so perfect, I really, it was going to be half of one success and the other for that episode, because that just <laughs> made me laugh every time I listened to it. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad I bring that joy into your life. You, you do. I, I want to search, like, this whole thing. I want to search, like, the three different rooms. Like, I want to, like, okay. go, and, and we don't even need to, like, read them right when we find them. Like, I think we should be as thorough as possible and then read them all together. Sure. I'm fine right. with that, yeah. Where do you want to start this search? Should we finish this room out? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. All right, so everybody, uh, I think we'll do it this way. You all can decide if you want to roll perception yourself or if you want to help someone and give them advantage on their perception. Uh, figure it out now, and I'll just, as as we're doing the search for these pages, we'll sort of, we'll keep to that system. We'll be more narrative about it, but in terms of mechanics, that's how I would like for you to do it. So if you want to roll your own perception, do that. If you want to aid somebody in their perception, give them advantage. So um, Flick, what are you going to do? Well, I know Kit is really observant. Um, I will help her. I'll help Kit. Okay. All right. So, Kit, you have advantage on your rolls. Bizdira, what are you going to do? Uh, you can either roll yourself f- or help Bria. I feel like she would just go off and start looking okay. for herself. Okay. So, you and Bria are going to make your own rolls yeah. as normal. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. I love it. We're, and we're starting in the central area. So, go ahead and make those rolls. And in the meantime, uh, since the three ladies are rolling, Flick, why don't you start us off describing sort of how you're how you're examining and observing and, and looking around this central area. Um, let's say that, like, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest that Kit and I team off. Great. Um, we, if I remember correctly, we actually found this in like the Southeastern part of the room. Uh, like we, and we, uh, like, I, I don't know. I, th- that's what I remember. So we're going to start sure. there. Um, and we're going to go back up to the north if you ladies want to go to, like, the southwestern portion and just go opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suggest that we go, like, to the outer wall and we start looking underneath the tables, like, start overturning the, well, start returning the overturned tables. Sure. Um, you know, just really, uh, and then keeping, you all have one journal entry, we have the other, and we start comparing uh, together like that, comparing Great. them to the other papers. Sure. So, Kit, why don't you give us a little more detail since you now have your roles and the faces that you're making aren't awesome? <laughs> I am sorry, Flick, that I wasted your advantage. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, and it's annoying because I had a really good plan for how I wanted to look at things, but I actually think I can make it work. Okay, um, great. Because I rolled an 11. <laughs> a- adjusted? Yep. Oh okay. my. Yeah. It, it we're off to a smashing start this morning. I am I am keeping in mind your your passive. Great. I, I'm doing something a little different with it, but I am keeping it in mind. So okay. Yeah. Um. So I think that the way that Kit wants to do it, kind of going off of Flick's plan, is uh, I want to go in a snake. Like I want to go up the wall and then do a little turn and come back down. And there are lots of papers on the floor and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So I think I'm going to be focused more on that, and I want to be collecting them as we go along and kind of trying to make piles so they get a little bit more organized, so that there's not stuff everywhere, and then we can leaf through the piles. So I, I think I'm that. a little That's bit amazing. focused on leafing through stuff. I'm obsessed that you're organizing this can level. We, I we? mean, obviously. Obviously, but... I love it. By the time we're done here, it's going to be like a whole new room. It's going to look like a really nice It's going to look like the way it was. It's going to be tight. We might as well just live here. I, we clearly I, invented can we, can the we? we work of The Last Refuge. Yes. <laughs> I love everything about this. So, Bizira and Bria, what did you get on your checks? Because, uh, uh, just tell me what you got on your checks first. I got a 24. Okay. And I got a 19. Okay, great. Um, is there anything else that we should know about the way that you all are searching and tidying this room, aside from what Flick has already told, uh, Kit and Flick have already told us? Mine is very similar, but I'm going to go into the okay. middle of the room, since you said that there was, like, a lot of paper in the middle, and I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I'm going to treat them almost like leaves, and just try to, like, gather everything up together, so that I can kind of flip through all of the papers and see, like, the color. Um, Got so, it. yeah, literally just cleaning this room, I think is what we're yeah. doing. I think it is, too. Yeah, and remember, and I, uh, in terms of the center of the room, remember that there, that stone cylinder, that, like, cylindrical room that had the spiral staircase in it oh, yeah, is yeah. in the very center, and then sort of all around it are all of these piles of loose papers that Bria is cleaning up. Yeah, and I think Flick is gonna start humming the just whistle while you I work. I was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. going 
to do that. Yeah, that, I mean, all we need is like a few squirrels. I think there's some deer. Like, we just need some woodland Kit, creatures to come and help us, Kit, and we're fine. You, uh, get us some animals, please. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say, doesn't she have a conjure? I don't <gasps> know. Does do you she? have conjure woodland creatures? <gasps> I don't have it prepared. Can you please today? give it to her? Can you please, please, I, please, please, please? Can we? Please, yes. please, please. So yes, because it's God. Thank you, thank you, thank perfect. you, thank you, thank you. I don't care. I Yay! love this story. It's not, you're not going to use it to like break a fight. Also, like, I will deal with it if it gets out of hand. But yes, absolutely. What do you want to conjure? So we all start whistling we and suddenly have... some animals just start popping out of nowhere. Jeez, Louise. Um, well, I want the smallest ones. Yes, okay. Of course. So do you want squirrels, birds? I mean, I, I am going to say that you do have to pick a creature type. Oh, I thought you were going to choose for me like last time. Um, I, yeah, oh, I mean, I am, except that this is more story than okay, actual stuff. I, I mean, I can't hear little chipmunks. Oh, okay. What well, chipmunks are also cute, but, but birds I feel like birds helpful. are more handy. Yeah, I do think fly. birds and are more birds handy. And birds can, like, flap their wings so that the dust blows away, you know what I mean? Or with <laughs> their little tail, little you know how they, birds. like, they dust away with their little tails? Yeah. I want to I be very clear about this, not to, not to yuck anyone's yum, but, uh, this is the only time that this spell will ever work this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay, great. Uh, yes, but it happens. These delightful little songbirds who sing the whole time they've been conjured. Um, half of them, four of them form a little duster squad. And they blow. Uh, we're going to get sued if you sing too much more of that. Um, uh, four of them form a little duster squad that like follow behind you all and and sweep the dust away. Four of them uh, go. To, one of them goes to each of you because I think it's eight that you get, and uh, they just sort of hover by you and you hold up a paper and tell them what pile to put it in, and they'll fly it over to the correct pile so that you can organize them. This whole process takes probably two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh-huh. so worth it. My heart is so full of joy. It's the most worth it. And for cleaning up my mess, you can all have inspiration if you don't already oh, have it. Oh, thank God. Yes. Because um, I love this so much. Oh. Um, <laughs> I feel like <sighs> when the birds come out, Bazdir is just like, Ugh. She's swatting hers away. <laughs> yeah. Or she's, <laughs> yeah, she's like, get away. Ugh. Here, yeah. take it. <laughs> um, unfortunately, all of this work, the place is spotless when you're done, but you don't find any more trembling. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, that seems about right. I feel like we should that find seems... something important since me and Bria both run, like had good roles. Uh, I mean, you did, fuck. but there's there's not a ton to find. I will say, though, that you spend all this time sort of collating the data, and why don't you make me... Why don't you all make me intelligence arcana checks? It has to be intelligence, doesn't it? I'm not you know sorry. I'm not smart. What if it was like um, strength? What if it was like strength arcana checks? Bria, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get? Uh, Nineteen. Oh, you made a face. I thought you got a natural one. Flick. Uh, Seventeen. Okay. Kit. Twenty adjusted. <laughs> Bizdira. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I rolled still a 10. quite moderate though. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not <laughs> terrible. Um, all right, so. It just sort of by by virtue of, of spending all this time looking at the pages to categorize them and to sort them, um, you all begin to be able to make a little bit of sense. If you remember, a lot of the papers just were strings of numbers and data. Some of them had writing on them, but it was mostly some sort of cipher, some sort of like stenographic shorthand that was super hard to to decipher. But you begin to you begin to see some patterns, and as far as you can tell, there are sort of three departments that sort of have stacks of papers associated with them. And uh, we'll say you all rolled, uh, most of you rolled pretty well. Mm. Uh, so we'll say that you you sort of figure out that there is clearly among these papers a department of divination, a department of enchantment, and a department of fire elements. And you can sort of see that certain pages are marked in certain ways uh, that sort of delineate them. And you get the idea that they, basically this is all magical experimentation, magical research that was happening. And while unfortunately the the nature of the ciphers, like also these were obviously, all of these papers were obviously written by non-casters because none of them actually outline spells or or magical, uh, what, like, magical how-tos. It's just the results of experiments. But you get the idea that, like, some pretty interesting and unique and and possibly powerful 
things were discovered here at this facility. I love every bit of it, uh, every bit of this. Um, go ahead, Bizdira. Um, I would like to know if we found any sort of keys while we were cleaning. Keys like keys to open things? Yeah. No, you didn't. Okay, because I my thought process was is that since the southeast door is still locked, I wanted to look for keys. So right. when we have the room all clean and we're kind of talking about things, um, Bazir would mm-hmm. like to go back into the southwest room and start mm-hmm. searching all the bodies. Ding, ding, That's ding. exactly, you guys were so on the same page today because we first are. Bria wanted to clean the room like I did and then well, you wanted, literally it. when I was about to say that you said that. Yeah. I'm Yay. so happy. I might as well be the character in that movie that we just referenced with the song. That's how <laughs> happy I am. Well, all right. <laughs> Let's Honestly, do it. one of the characters, let's many of them are at, happy. Let's go look at some dead bodies. Look yeah, let's do it. it. Which, okay. by the way, um, did anything interesting happen when I put on the clothes, or am I just wearing some? Nice no, you're just clothes? wearing some non bloody clothes. <laughs> okay, great. He's like, oh yeah, you all actually burn to death, right? <laughs> you have all become slaves to the Arcanium, and you live here now. That's that's yeah, why yeah. the that's Poison why the bird showed up as we were actually dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're all listening. We're living in our own fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you head down to the southwestern room which was that sort of break room like there was a table in the middle and counter space and cabinets and bodies all over the floor that were mostly covered in those weird translucent parchment pouches i have another question okay that may or may not have been discussed at some point um, okay last week okay uh, are they a similar size and shape to the pastries that we had upstairs Yes. <laughs> Yay! That's what I thought. Yay. We, I mean, we should tell the listeners what we were thinking. <laughs> they're Twinkie wrappers. They're Twinkie wrappers. <laughs> but like a fuck ton of them. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah. That was all that they had because it's the only thing that can withstand the apocalypse. <laughs> right. Yeah, is Twinkies and cockroaches. Twinkies. But- yeah, I was yeah, going to say, exactly. are there cockroaches here? Yeah, so that's for I, level three. They ate the this- cockroaches too. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of protein. Too far. I I oh. read a, a fascinating article about cockroaches and nuclear holocausts, and what it was saying was that while <laughs> yes, they wouldn't necessarily die outright, it would actually make them sterile, so they would eventually die out. Uh, did Interesting. You, did you see? <laughs> you said. I read I a was fascinating at- article. All of us just leaned back, like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this could go anywhere. <laughs> I like, didn't look at any of you because I knew you were going to make fun of me, and I wanted to make sure I could finish my sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. After, I think after Flick looks around for some cockroach traps, okay. um, he will. I think he wants to go up and really search the bodies, especially looking for maybe the remnants of like a diary or a journal. Yeah. I think. Okay. Oh, and there, there, there was the uh, component pouch mention um, in, in the one last of the journal diary. entries. That's all I have to say. Is there? Oh. I, I would <laughs> like to find the component pouch. Okay, but is not uh, one of the had like the dirt in it. I'm assuming, right? Well, that was. Uh, I mean, he you said all a money have, pouch. You have casters among you, so you know what a component pouch looks like. And what Bizdira found was just actually, since you're all in there and she can show it to you, you can all make uh, just straight up intelligence checks. And actually, uh, Bria, you can make yours with adva- advantage, but it looks like it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it really matters. Oh, okay. Go ahead and make it with advantage, and you'll understand why if any of you figure out what it is. Uh, Flick, what'd you get? Uh, a six. Okay, Bizdira. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I needed to roll it, too. Oh, you did it last time. You don't. You're correct. Kit. Well, that's fine, because I rolled a three, so I got a Fantastic. two. Fantastic. <gasps> a two. I also got a three. Amazing. <laughs> We're twinsies. Bria? Mine is a 15 instead of a critical fail. Okay, great. So... <laughs> Bizdira, you look at it and you realize what it is um, because you sometimes use it uh, when you're when you're doing like not off the cuff calligraphy and cartography. Bria, um, oh, it's, Bria, it's blo- Bria. I'm sorry, Bria. Um, it's it's blotting sand essentially. It's something to help. Like clearly, this person was some sort of scribe or cartographer or m- maybe artist. But that sort of tracks also with what Bizdira found on their fingers. All the ink, the sand was just used to sort of uh, absorb excess ink and keep it from sm- from smudging. Mm. Can I just say that it's been almost two years and you still get our names mixed up? It's Here's kind the of thing. Endearing. Here's the thing. In 
episodes not so long ago, you all messed up your names too, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> just saying. I, I mean, we're not saying you should feel bad, we're just saying. Um, am I looking for that journal? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you're looking for the journal. Uh, you can make a uh, wisdom perception or intelligence investigation check. What are the rest of you? So he's particularly looking in the bodies. What are the rest of you? Where are the rest of you looking? I'm looking for keys around okay. bodies and things as well. Okay. Kit? Um... First, I want to ask Flick if he saw a broom in the supply closet. Did I? Yeah, of course I did. I want to get the broom and I want to sweep this room up. I've got imaginary mess stressing me out. Are you going to whistle while out. you do it? Amazing. Yeah. Bria? Yeah, I'm going to do the same as Kit. I want to... Well, actually, she can sweep and I'll kind of collect things into their spots and start putting stuff away. But while I'm doing that, I'm still going to be looking for like the things that were that we have been looking sure. for. Sure. I, I will say there are not a small number of bodies on the floor. You can walk in and amongst them and not like have to step on them, but like there's there's a lot of bodies on the oh, floor. Oh no, in like this I'm room. gonna try to like move them all into a corner. Okay, that's just what I wanted to make sure. Yeah. So, so they get their own pile. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, a pile of bodies. Okay. Denier preservers. Ew, yeah. Uh, they should be a bit well, lighter since they're all dried up, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're totally oh, capable God. of moving. Uh, okay. Move, we move could along. do a burial ceremony for them, or some sort of ceremony. We don't, we don't have this time. We don't have time for this. No, I don't know. I think I, I think Flick is like urgency. Urgency is is of uh, most importance. I, I just so, look. You know, you know me, and like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna discourage you all pressing forward. But I just think it's really funny, like the moments in which Flick feels urgency and those in which he does not. Right, it's, like we cleaned the entire organization. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, now, like. like Treating bodies with respect. I'm trying He's to like, look. Nope, no time. Look, you people. I'm trying to <laughs> look, look for this you journal. People. Look, you people. I'm and looking for this journal, and nobody's trying to help me. Y'all are trying to clean the room. We're, well, listen, we well, that's not some, true. Like, mostly, we need some organization so that we can see mm-hmm. if there's any so papers underneath the bodies, and we need to see if there's any keys in the bodies because if there is, then maybe we can get the other door unlocked. Keys so in the bodies. Just like become searching the bodies. The I was just going to say it's become saw like they were implanted in their spleen with the key. And then <laughs> they have to take I it mean, out of I mean, your brain is spleen. pretty messed up. So, yes, let's search the oh, bodies yay. for keys. Okay. If you're searching for something, roll a wisdom perception or intelligence investigation. If you're cleaning up, thank you. Uh, well, we're all kind of flick. searching. Even sure, as we're sure. Louise! <gasps> okay. Cle- but it's fine because you were busy cleaning. But flick. I was looking Kit. while I was cleaning. Well, clearly you weren't. What'd you get? I, yeah. No, I really wasn't. I got a six. <laughs> I was so disturbed by the bodies and the mess that I was just like, I have to clean. I have to okay, clean. Okay, but which disturbed you more? The bodies or the mess? <laughs> uh, Probably equal amounts okay, of both. Okay, <laughs> Flick, what'd you get? Uh, 21. Okay, Bizdira? 16. Okay, and Bria? I crit. Okay, so while you're moving and searching and cleaning things up, uh, Flick, you're sort of searching through any pouches that you can find, any pockets, looking in and among the bodies to see if you can find to find pages or maybe the whole diary intact or whatever it is that you can find. And you do finally find... You, your check was a what? A 21. 20-some. Yeah. So you, you get, you mean, you get into the nitty gritty. Like you find a few other scribes that have stained uh, fingertips and, and sand pouches. And you actually like, you, you do one pass of the room and don't find anything. And, and you're getting a little discouraged. You decide to make another pass and be like, play that game of like, where is a place that makes no sense that it should be? That's where I left it. And so you dig through one of the scribes sand pouches and actually find folded up into the sand pouch. Uh, a pay another page of the diary. Go ahead and roll a d10 for me. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, four. Okay. And I know you all discussed maybe just collecting them now and reading them later. Is that what we want to do? Like you found a page. Do you want to read it or you want to just? Unless hang it's on more to interesting it? storytelling. Mm, I think I would like to read it aloud now. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna re- you're gonna read it aloud now. So I like kind of freak out. Yeah. So I'll okay, find yeah. it in the sand. I'll like shake it off and re- and unfold it to make sure that we know what it is. And it does it look like the same sort of like paper that okay definitely, great so it looks definitely. like that um yep. i'm gonna gesture everybody over like guys, 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 guys and, and i'm gonna actually like um note the body that it, uh, of the sand bag that it came from okay um just like note that it was that one whichever okay. one it is and i'm gonna read aloud with everybody gathering with me now I- I just sort of imagine, like, Bizdira, like, is, is rooting through bodies and comes over. Bria is, like, dragging a body, and, like, you call, and she just drops it. And then Kit comes <laughs> behind her and, like, pushes the body into place up against the wall and is the last yeah. to walk over. 
we like drag it over and put it in its special place. I know, I know, I'm right. Okay, so then you begin to read. Fake out. You have to listen to me make announcements before you get to hear the journal entry. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with just a few mid-show announcements, I promise. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be delirious if you could pop on over to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, because we're on Spotify now, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews that we see on air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We unfortunately don't have a new review to read to you this week, but be sure to stick around to the bitter end anyway so that you catch this week's blooper. We also want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks. For example, if you pledge just $1 a month, you will be immortalized on the Join the Community page of our website, and you'll get early access to one episode per month. And the perks just get cooler from there. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and recognize them for their support. Thank you so much to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Bargases, Eliyahu of Merc Grove, and Sir Mox the Magnificent. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show, including this new music that we've been using the last couple of weeks, and D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible. Check out both of those services at BattleBards.com and dndbeyond.com. And if you do decide to use either of them, tweet at them and then tag us with at dndlastrefuge to let them know we sent you. This week, again, we also want to thank the incomparable Judy Jetset Barbosa. Judy is an absolutely phenomenal voice actor and tabletop gamer, and she's back this week with more amazing voice work for us that's coming up as soon as this ad break is done. So check out more of what Judy does by following her on Twitter at at Jetset underscore, or going to her website, campsite.bio slash Queen Jetset. We'll be sure to put all of those links in our episode notes for you. No real non-Last Refuge announcements this week. I'm going to be streaming a whole lot this summer, so keep an eye on our Twitter if you want to check any of that out. And if you're going to be at D&D Live in LA next week, be sure to let us know so that I can say hi. Okay, I think that's enough chatting for this week, and I know you want to hear this journal entry. So let's get back to the episode. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Just got back from the returning? I was right. It was totally incredible. Da always used to joke that I had negative magic in me because I was so hopeless at channeling even a spark when I was little. But tonight, even I couldn't help but feel the power flowing through the room. Is that what Arcanists feel all the time? I did have to help Uza back to her chambers afterward, though, which was a little disturbing. She and a few of the other Arcanists got dizzy and were complaining of headaches by the time they were finished with the ritual. Uza says not to worry that it probably is just because of all of the energy they put back in the node tonight. What the hell is a node? Interesting. Energy put into the node. Any thoughts or immediate feelings, friends, before we move on? Or should we keep going? Uh, I don't know that I have any thoughts or feelings that will help us make decisions. I just... No, we gotta keep going. I'm just parsing what we have stumbled upon. Right. Totally. I need the whole all- book. I need it now. <laughs> yeah, we need yeah, we need to keep going. As you so you go back to cleaning and sorting and organizing. Bria, you got a natural 20, right? I did. Okay. So I think you get done sort of moving the bodies and Kit appears to have the the sweeping of the floor well in hand. And so you begin to just sort of sort through the cabinets and the countertops and things like that. And you find in one of the cabinets, tucked into one of the little earthenware cups in there, another page with that natural 20 of the diary. Go ahead and roll me a d10. Five. Okay, so you find another page of the of the diary. Um, I will read it out loud. Okay. And well, do do? I'm going to get oh. really excited first. Okay, great. And then I'll read it out loud. Okay. Okay, great. She gets really excited. Everybody everybody, uh, gathers around her, and she begins to read. It's been a month since my first returning. A few days after the first time I attended, Uza asked me if I would go with her regularly. She said that the headaches and the dizziness were getting worse, and she wanted me there for support and to help her home afterwards. She keeps saying she's just tired, but I don't know. 
I told her to take a few days off from the returning, but she told me that was absolutely forbidden. A missing arcanist means that their supply of magic doesn't get fed back into the node, and even that tiny bit could be the difference between victory and defeat if the beast eventually rises. I had no idea people were still worried about the beast. Da remembers how things were right after it didn't show up when everyone thought it was going to. People were panicked and scared, sure that at any moment something horrible would erupt from the ground and kill us all. Da said he spent three days eating and drinking until he was sick because he was so sure that he'd be dead within a 10-day and wanted his last days to be spent full and drunk. I still can't quite picture that. But that was years ago, and everyone back home always said that if it hadn't returned by now, it probably wasn't going to. The Arcanists apparently disagree. That's why they perform the returning every night. The node can hold more magic than any other focus the Arcanists have ever discovered, so they dump all their leftover magic into it every day. The hope is that if the beast returns, well, the Arcanists say when it returns, but I can't believe it'll ever actually happen, they'll be able to draw on this massive source of magic to defeat it. Anyway, Uza says she absolutely cannot miss a returning, so I've been going with her every night and helping her back to her chambers like I did that first night. It seems to be getting worse, but she's always perfectly fine the next morning, so I probably shouldn't worry so much. If I'm honest, I would be a little disappointed if I didn't get to go every night. I'm starting to see things during the ritual. I don't know how, but I'm pretty sure I'm starting to be able to see the magic the Arcanists are channeling. It's beautiful. More rooms, more rooms, more rooms. We gotta keep finding them. So that was a uh, a longer one that you found, but otherwise, yeah, it matches up with the other pages. Um, so you Ooh. all finish cleaning up this room. You uh, sort the bodies into a uh, vaguely respectful pile. Uh, you sort the Twinkie wrappers into another pile. Uh, you sort of wipe off. Uh, we'll say the birds are still with you to do the dusting. So they sort of dust off things in here, push all the dust into a corner. And it's it's looking much better. The table is righted. The chairs are righted and everything again. Uh, but that's, that's all you find in this room after that time. Yes, Bria. I am going to start talking to Robert. Okay. And I'm going to say, hi, not Robert. <laughs> are these your journal entries? You don't get any sort of response. Hi, not Robert. <laughs> uh, are you still there? Are you there, not Robert? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> uh, no, you do not get a response. Uh, hi, not Robert. <laughs> I got I nothing else. Let's like, go to the next room. I, I feel like you should go upstairs. Oh, I kind of yeah. Wow. Like that. Oh, DM was not expecting that. I, d- I didn't say anything. I saw your face, and it's um, like <laughs> I don't think we should all go upstairs. But if you want me to come no. with you, I will go upstairs with you just so you can see if you can get Robert's attention from there. Let's do the rest mm. of the rooms. Let's do the rest of the rooms, see if we have any questions. I, I think and, I want to I want to get to the thing. Okay. And I, I, I got to we got to find these keys to get to this other room. I mean, so let's, let's go into the uh, northeast room with the murder northeast right? yeah. room, the murder board agreed, room. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Okay. OK, OK, let's go there. OK, so you're going to head to the northeast. This is the room where Bria found the a bunch of notes and drawings and the the only sort of set of notes pinned up to these cork boards on the walls uh, were a couple of or, or a set of drawings that were sort of variations on uh, well why don't you why don't you tell us Bria do you remember what they were yes um uh well there were the giant worm um mm-hmm. and then tentacles um that right is this from the right yes mm-hmm. okay and mm-hmm. then it's um and there's a thing that has tentacles from a dark mass um and then the rest of the tentacles are like anchored in the ground um and then there's like a, a bunch of different variations of drawings of like what potentially i'm assuming what potentially the beast could look like or would look like so as you all uh, search around this room, why don't you all make me... I am this time going to ask for intelligence investigation among all of you. I know, Bizdira, I know. 
Flick, what'd you get? I, let's see, what happens? Um, oh. <laughs> he... You take one look at the tentacle monster and run screaming from the room. Yeah, something like, or he, like, picks up a piece of paper and, like, gets a giant no, paper cut no. on his hand. <laughs> Ooh, that's awful. What okay, color so is went... Flick's blood? That is a great question. Mm, the big moment. Because, like, blue. if it were red, we couldn't see it, right? No, it's blue. Okay. Oh, sorry, boo. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Anyway, blue. Okay, Kit, what'd you get? We're gonna move on. Um, a six. I'd feel an overwhelming urge to clean again. Yeah. Well, and they're definitely like, you know, the the clearly there was some form of organization when whoever the, I keep calling it the murder board. Like, we all know what I mean. Yeah, but that's the murder not like board. A conspiracy yeah. board, whatever. Right. Um, the conspiracy board. Right. The conspiracy board with all the strings and everything. Uh, so clearly there was some sort of order and and organization when they started the conspiracy board, but then like it just got out of hand, and you just like see it, and you're like must organize. So you start to like collect pictures and put them together and collect writing and put it together. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Um, you don't really pay attention to what's on the pages, just the category into which they fall. If Bizdira, anything is pinned like underneath and she starts to try to move it, I'm not going to let her move it. Like anything okay. that's pinned needs to stay pinned. Okay, gotcha. Crazy. Gotcha. Crazy. Bizdira, Crazy. what'd you get? Um, 13. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah. So you're nice. actually taking some time to really actually read and look at, well, read as much as you can, because this is more like cipher and stenography shorthand, so it's hard to actually read much of their notes, but um, yeah. but you, you start to get some ideas. Uh, Bria, what'd you get? May I have advantage because I have been in this room before? <laughs> I don't really need it. I'm just curious if I'm, because I, I rolled pretty well. I I don't. Uh, tell okay. Tell me more. Tell me why. Give me give me a good narrative explanation other than I've been in here before. Well, I mean, that just means I've, you're getting I've to roll again. Through all of this stuff before, and I and now I have the piece of paper too, so I know kind of what I'm looking for. I think it makes sense. Okay, sure. Just to, I was just testing you. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah, it was worse. Uh, okay. I, I rolled a twenty for my original roll. Oh, great. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, you, I can't, oh my god. I know, I can't with I her. just want to see what I can get away with. He's being so nice today. I know, I know. I, excuse me. I love you. It has been almost a year, or maybe more, I really don't remember when I first mentioned that I got a little bit of crap from somebody about the rule of cool with you all, and ever since then, I have been very willing to bend rules for narrative. You just Thank did, you and I much. thought that was really nice. I know. True. I also gave Give you Give Bria the birds. an inch, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> um, can I What can about I title a bird of paper? <laughs> all right. So, you all are looking around. Uh, Bria and uh, rather Bizdira and Kit uh, are sort of working together. Bizdira's sort of looking through things, Kit's organizing them and moving them some of them, but keeping them sort of close enough that, like, the connections and things still make sense. Flick's so looking for of... a band-aid of sorts, you know. Yes, exactly. Because uh, Flick is definitely not, you know, a He clear. can't exactly. heal, he heal his own so. wounds. He's, he's squeamish, <laughs> he can't see his own blue blood. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so you continue to look around, and, and here's some more of the things that you see uh, or sort of glean from the pages themselves. Uh, we'll deal with diary pages if you found any in a minute. But some of the other things that you see up there, um, you see in terms of drawings, there are a few other collections of of drawings. Um, one of the collections is, again, sort of variations on two themes. Um, one of them is, actually, uh, Bizdira, I think you found this one. Make me an intelligence history check for, for a memory thing. Eleven. Okay. Um, you see, it catches your, this particular drawing catches your eye because it somehow looks familiar. And you see, essentially, a big stone cylinder with clearly something sort of amorphous and oozish just beginning to come out of the top of it. And as you look more closely, you realize that the stone cylinder is actually, Kit, would you like to guess? It's the well. It is the well, yes. I'm like, yay. <laughs> um, so you see some sort of like liquidish, amorphous, amoeba-like creature coming out of this well. Uh, so that's one of the themes that you see a bunch of drawing variations on. And the other one is sort of um, like you can see it's a scene of rain uh, and in the rain. And it's hard to tell if it's like like an invisible creature standing in the rain. So there's like a negative space 
from in the raindrops. Do you know what I mean? Do you, you understand? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or if it's actually made of a collection of the raindrops themselves, but it's a vaguely humanoid-ish shape that is sort of in this rain, this very heavy rain, and seems to be both of the rain and and separate from it. Um, and so you see, like, creatures that are made of just water, and you actually see one where the well itself looks like it's, like, sprouting arms and coming alive, and just all sorts of variations on those two themes. Another collection that you find are just, it's just four pictures, and each of the pictures, uh, you take a minute to examine them, and you realize that each of them is depicting a different elemental. Uh, one of them is just a blazing fire elemental, a water elemental, an air elemental, an earth elemental. Um, these are distinct because uh, they aren't variations on a theme. They're just these four individual things that they see. There is one collection of images that seem to be some sort of... Uh, they're, they're different imaginings of... Some of them sort of look like a turtle. Uh, some of them sort of look like some sort of a dinosaur. I don't know if you all have seen dinosaurs. Giant lizard. Uh, just, like, very clearly reptilian-esque beasts with, like, hard armored... Some of them have shells. Some of them just have, like, armored plates. And this one, the all of these variations have the symbols for the four elements at somewhere drawn in the pictures. Um, so that's a little unique there. And then the final collection of drawings that you see, and perhaps the most disturbing collection of drawings that you see, you don't actually even recognize as sort of drawings under the same heading at first, because it's just drawings of people. You see a drawing of a human, a drawing of an elf, a drawing of halfling, gnome. Uh, there are even drawings of kobolds and orcs. I think you probably find Yuan-Ti. There are goblins and gnolls. Just every manner of humanoid creature. And like I said, at first, you don't even recognize that they're part of this same sort of uh, conspiracy board because they're just people. But then you look more closely and you realize that each in each of them, there are sort of two things that stand out. One is that each of them has something about them that is a little bit off, whether it's they have an extra limb, or they don't have fur where they should, or they have extra long nails, just little details that are off. But the one, the other, and the other thing that is different about each of them that catches your eye is actually the same across all of them, which is that all of them have pitch black eyes. So that is uh, sort of the collection of drawings that Kit and Bizdiri, you two find all together uh, as you're, as you're searching through all of this. Bria, you got a non-natural 20, so tell me exactly what you're doing, because you have been in here before, so you sort of, you get the gist. Tell me what you're looking for, or wh how you're searching that's different this time around. Well, I think we're all searching for keys and papers. Um, sure. I, uh, can you remind me if there's, if it's just cork boards, or are there, like, counters or anything else in here? There aren't any, there aren't any surfaces in here, no. It looks like the whole room was cleared out just to have, like, so you could stand anywhere and get an uninterrupted view of the whole conspiracy board. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna do, actually. I'm gonna okay. see the space, and they're starting to move stuff around. So I, as the, as the girls are, are doing their thing, um, mm -hmm. I am going to take a step back and kind of try to view the whole thing. And maybe I'll, like, let the focus on my eyes, like, unfocus for a second just to try to get, like, kind of a bigger idea of what they're doing. And then if there's something, I, I'm picturing in my head, like, one that's maybe a little bit more faded or has, like, more, like, um, the corners are a little bit more used. And I want to go and take that one off of the board and, like, flip it around and see if there's, like, anything behind it. Okay. I want you to do a couple of things for me because no. I, I love that you're take. Okay, fine. You don't find anything. <laughs> Um, I love that you're sort of taking in the hole. So why don't you make me a an intelligent? Uh, make me an intelligence arcana check. I think. Okay. I guess I would all. You know what? I would also buy wisdom insight. Actually, I think for this, just because of the way that you're looking at it, I'll I'll buy that instead. We are going to do that. Okay. Ah, uh, it's only a nine. Um. Okay. So looking at the big picture just sort of feels overwhelming, which is fine. Uh. In term, but you do you do manage to discover a piece of parchment that looks slightly different than most of the others in this room. So that much you do grab. Uh. From from taking the big picture view, you don't sort of get any big conclusions by looking at the whole picture. But you manage to spot because of that investigation check from before, you manage to spot another page of the diary. And I'll scream again. Great. Roll a d10 for me. Is this d10 telling us how loud my scream is? Yes. How did you know? That's how this game works. Yep. It's a three. <laughs> a three? Yeah. Okay. 
So you scream, everyone jumps, thinking that you're being attacked, and then goes over to you when they realize that you are not, in fact, being attacked. And do you read this one out loud? Yeah, I picture us, like, in the little women pose as I'm reading it aloud. Like, we all have, like, we're all kind of around each other, and it's really cute. I call Amy. That is, (laughs) yes. Yes. Okay, so you (laughs) begin to read. I told you I'm bad at journaling. It's been a 10 day since my first entry and I've written nothing. Ugh. Okay, so what's happened? I finished my training and started working with Uza. She's amazing. She's young, younger than most of the other arcanists I've seen so far, but she's so smart and so friendly. She's already been here for five years and the Arcane Council thought she was so talented, they let her bond to the eye three years ago. The things she can do with it are incredible. Being her scribe is a dream come true, and I think we're even starting to become real friends, like outside of work. Even though scribes aren't generally invited, she asked if I wanted to come to the returning tonight. How amazing is that? Just think, all of those arcanists together channeling all of that energy into the node, and I'll get to watch! I think the eye. I want to know what I can do with the eye. Yeah. So I literally just wrote that down. (laughs) A solid conjecture for the end of our episode because that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh, the sad faces. See, but here's here's my thing with these journal entries. Real. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what else they think they've discovered about these writings. And actually, they're not as far off as I thought they would be at the beginning of this episode. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we're attending, get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vizdira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. What? I have a really good idea. What is it? Um, Once we get to like a big moment, maybe it's the 100th uh-huh. episode, we switch the order that we say our names so the three of us girls can figure out which one of us gets the and. Okay. No! <laughs> I was going to say we should take all of Flick's interesting like things and make a like a montage. I have thought of, about like, that. A yeah, compilation. Like, and Flick, and Flick, and Flick, you know. Could I... Could I do the intro, please? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I haven't said another word, so you can go ahead. I appreciate that. <laughs>